Hey everybody, you're listening to my podcast, Suchitra's Life, and I'm back with season four. And in our very first episode, I'll be talking to Neetra, one of my dear friends who has got masters in biotechnology and a bachelor's degree in chemical engineering. But she has done an interesting career transition of sorts during the pandemic. by opening her own instagram store called arista and me and her products are so amazing that i had to drag her to my podcast and interview her about her journey so let's get started hi neetra hi kuchitra how are you doing today i'm doing good how are you i'm good too and Yeah so I'm like really excited <laughs> to talk to you a lot about your business and yeah you know it's uh, kind of a privilege and I must say uh, doing my first podcast with you will go down in my memory lane oh thank you all right so I uh, wanted to start off by asking you what inspired you to start your own business and how did you come up with this idea um well the truth is uh, i didn't have any idea of starting this business uh, one of my dear friend who's now actually the host of this show uh, suchitra was my motivation oh. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah it's the truth uh, because uh, i initially started this as a hobby i uh, when i was at home with my baby um on a sabbatical i didn't want to buy these expensive uh, gifts for my son i was a little creative on my end so i wanted to create um gifts and toys for him so i started um using my creativity bought a sewing machine for myself specifically to make some shapes sorters for my son and coincidentally during that time my cousin was uh, pregnant and i thought i should uh, do something quite personal and give her baby a gift mm-hmm. so i looked into youtube and i saw a very interesting baby bed i had never seen some design like that it was a little unique mm-hmm. so i went through the tutorial and i made a similar baby bed it's a baby nest in precisely it's more of an oval shape which um you know um symbolizes the womb of a mother mm. so that's how it uh, is the design of a baby nest is it's oval in shape it has this bolster all around it makes the baby more warmer cozier and has a defined boundary for the baby so this particular design intrigued me and i made that for my cousin and once i put it up on status um suchitra saw my status and said i want to order two bags from you i said no i i'm not doing this as a business she said no i want to place an order and i need it for my baby she is pregnant and one of her friend was pregnant as well so she said i need these two so i said okay let's give it a shot and there was my first order it just happened instantly without any uh, inhibition i accepted because it was my friend who gave me this order for me and that's how this business started 
Eu... So thanks to you. <laughs> yes, I was your first customer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So that happened uh, in two thousand nineteen, and uh, slowly it picked up. And uh, I started officially on Jan twenty twenty actually to build a brand for myself, and I gave the name uh, Arista and Me. which was a sun which is a sanskrit term meaning it has a sanskrit meaning uh, which means happiness safety and security mm. so um i wanted something really personal which defines my products so that's how i named my brand and i started fully functional from january 2020 Well, there is another reason why I started Arista and me. So, once I finished delivering my first order to my dear friend Suchitra, I started uh, drafting the product information for the baby nest. And while I was doing that, I sent my first draft to my husband. He read it and he said, "Wow, this is really nice." it really makes me feel that i want to quit my job and start off arista and me with you i mean to hear that from a dear husband it's an honor and uh, it really made me feel that okay this is what i need to do and i need to do it big but unfortunately two days after he mentioned that i lost him he passed away and uh, whatever he said still rings in my head so this arista and me has become an integral part of me i don't think i can ever let it go so this is my booster this is my inspiration and it's all i need to take arista and me to a greater level I have met him he was a very positive person yeah your products are targeted towards like what type of customers like is it like new mothers or like i see many products coming from your end so who are your ideal customers and how do you attract and try to retain them well um what i do is my usp is end to end customization mm-hmm. i have no ready products so i initially interact with the parents uh, or grandparents who want to buy a product for um, their uh, child i mainly interact with them try to understand what their requirements are and then i provide them solutions provide them ideas provide them uh, my catalog and then the conversation moves on from there i make baby beds customized quilted blankets again customized in terms of you know you can have a theme if they want a theme like a sailor theme or a fairy tale theme i create that for them and even if they give me some google screenshots if i'm able to replicate it i replicate and give them so it's a highly personalized um interaction with the parents so this way i am able to involve the people right from the beginning 
So that's how I keep my customers because they are a part of the process. Mm-hmm. And they know at every step of my uh, progress what's happening, what kind of fabric I'm looking into, uh, why am I choosing this fabric. So I give them a detailed explanation as to why because I had a very bad experience with baby beds for my son when he was born. The ready-made commercial products which were gifted to us, mm-hmm. he ended up getting a lot of rashes. Hmm. So that was one of the aspects why I got into beds in particular. And trust me, until now, I have absolutely no complaints from any of my customers. They are superly happy because I have multiple cotton layers before uh, the polyfill literally uh, is exposed. So I have five to six layers of cotton Hmm. uh, below which the polyfill uh, stuffing will be there. So there's absolutely no way the baby will start getting uh, sweaty because the cotton layers will absorb the sweat from the baby's back mm-hmm. and the baby's back is always, um, you know, mm-hmm. um, not so, um, what can I say, Allergy. sweaty, uh, hot or something like that. You know, it, it keeps them a little warm, mm-hmm. breathable. And the baby is comfortable. Otherwise, you get to know their discomfort. They'll start crying or they'll start, you know, moving too much. So I have my customers who have called me in the middle of the night saying, Netra, what have you done? I used to be so shocked because I have worked every hour to make products. Mm -hmm. And uh, they said, what have you done? I was literally in tears at one moment. Because I had spent a month making that particular bed because he had so many criteria, so many specifications. Mm. He said, my son had never slept five hours straight. For the first time, I put him on your bed and he slept for five hours and we hadn't put a diaper and he's not wetted the bed. So he also knows the value of the bed is what the customer had told me. And that was something that I can always recall to. And that's my motivator. Mm. That's so So, so that's how uh, my customers are. And when these customers tell their friends and families, it's a trust value that comes into the picture, right? So they always come back to me on these aspects. And uh, whenever they want to give gifts, they always connect with me. They give me ample amount of time because they know it's a one-woman show. Mm-hmm. And they give me a lot of time to go through the entire process, make the product, because they know whatever they get from me mm. is going to be durable and very true to its product and quality. True. So, uh, Netra, while starting up, or like you told that it just happened accidentally, but when you yeah. did make up your mind that, okay, this is something I want to give a shot at, so how did you like, set up that base for the financial uh, stuff like to invest a little amount and everything how did you manage that cash flow and yeah so well uh initially i did not invest much the only little investment i did maybe was about uh, ten thousand mm-hmm. for my raw materials like i said i had already purchased my sewing machine because it was a hobby mm-hmm. so my sewing machine which is a major chunk of an investment was already with me so I did not consider that as an investment for my business. What I invested was on raw materials, fabrics. Mm-hmm. 
I bought a lot of fabrics, mm-hmm. kept it as a stock, and tried to um, keep uh, getting in touch with my vendors. Tried to focus on um, cheaper, um, you know, um, vendors, better quality, um, maybe eco-friendly. So I was looking into these aspects and trying to reduce my uh, cost as well. Because once you have a vendor and they know that I'm buying from them. Mm-hmm. My costs also reduced a little. In, that was in the long run, but initially, yeah, it was only about ten thousand, mm-hmm. which I invested and I uh, used that, mm-hmm. um, and I rotated my expenses, my profits in and around the same thing. It was a little slow at the beginning, definitely because it's a startup, mm-hmm. and uh, the only way I could connect with people was through friends, family, mm-hmm. by word of mouth initially. Mm-hmm. So that's how it was a very low uh, investment because I was doing it from home, mm-hmm. and it started off in COVID time because you know from March 2020 we had this COVID hit, so mm-hmm. I couldn't go set up shop anywhere. So I started from my home. Mm-hmm. So that again, uh, it was it was an added advantage. I had least investment to put into my business. It helped me. And actually speaking, during COVID when all the shops were closed. Um, thankfully, I must thank uh, how this entire process went through because there were a lot of moms who were pregnant. They were not able to get new beds for their kids, mm. and I was able to sell about four to five beds in a month at one shot. Mm. It just clicked so well. Mm. Uh, so that was uh, very nice and profitable to me mm. and I must say it just the timing was right mm. and um, it worked well both ways for the parents as well as for me. Yes. So also Anitra, how did you get connected to the vendor? So you're based out of Bangalore. Yeah. How did you go about that? Yeah. So there were two things. Uh, one, uh, I am raised in Bangalore. Uh, so I know in and around Bangalore a lot. So I have these uh, few places where I know for sure I get good quality uh, fabric or polyfill, you know, the stuffing for the beds or anything, threads or, you know, strings, anything. Mm-hmm. So I already had an idea. So there was, I didn't have to do much groundwork to find out my market. Uh, that was quick. And the other one which I really had to put in and make an effort was Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram was another lifesaver for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, during COVID, we, we couldn't step out. There was a huge risk. And uh, Instagram was the platform where I went into to connect with customers, for, uh, sorry, connect with vendors mm-hmm. and uh, get my raw materials. At first, I was very apprehensive because, you know, it's a platform where you need to pay up front mm-hmm. and I don't know them. If if it was Amazon, Flipkart, you know, there is a method, there is a channel of your uh, money flow. You have a track of it. But here on Instagram, you're directly dealing with them firsthand and you're paying it to their bank account. You don't have a trail of paperwork. Mm-hmm. So I was really reluctant, but I had no choice. But trust me, the moment I dived into it, it was 
so good. The platform is much better than Amazon or Flipkart for me personally because I could connect with the vendors. I can ask questions, a hundred million questions about the fabric, mm-hmm. try to understand because they used to send me videos. I, I used to tell them, give me a closer view, crush mm-hmm. the fabric, show me if it wrinkles, mm-hmm. you know, like that, you know, take a piece of paper, rub it over the fabric and I want to see if it leaches, you know, if color runs off the fabric. Mm. So all these things I was able to do with the customers and then buy my products. So I knew whatever I'm buying is worth the money and it's worth for the mind, you know, my product. So Instagram was truly my lifesaver. And I still I still buy a lot of uh, fabrics from Instagram even now, although the markets are open. Mm-hmm. But I have found really great market on Instagram. So I'm still sticking to Instagram. That, that's great. So uh, what would be this one thing that you wish you had known before starting your business? Like anything that you've realized? I should have known. Yeah, one thing I wish is a little more marketing strategies. Uh, being an engineer, um, I do not have a lot of skills on, uh, you know, um, hmm. publicizing or, you know, using the digital platform to market my products. So it took a lot of time. I had to take a lot of assistance to understand the algorithm in Instagram as well. So I, I used Instagram as a, another platform to sell my products. So it it took a lot of time for me to understand how the algorithm works, what's hashtag, what are the type of hashtags that I need to use. It took a lot of time. Hmm. If I had a little bit of marketing knowledge, it would have breezed for me. I would have been able to do a better job, hmm. like simultaneously market and do my sales as well as do stitching work. But uh, marketing was a little slow for me. So which affected my sales in the return? You know, so these aspects get linked to one another and that was a little uh, drawback. But now, um, after getting a hang of it, it is so much more easier um, holistically. Yes. So what has been your most successful marketing campaign? Uh, (laughs) Well, I've just done two so far. Uh, One is uh, via Instagram. Um, another one is I have um, used uh, this uh, approach of setting up stalls, pop-up stalls, mm-hmm. and connect with uh, people, uh, a huge crowd. Mm-hmm. So for that, you really need to have a good inventory. So I, I worked on my inventory, and then I set up stalls. Oh. So that was a very uh, positive outcome because... Uh, I mean, I had a lot of people come on one day and check out my products and the sales were shooting sky high. And that was really nice for me. Mm-hmm. So um, if if a person has inventory, try to have these pop-up stalls. It will help you. You will meet a lot of people. The platform will be great. You'll have interaction with so many people. You can just give out your cards. You'll never know when they'll get back. So there's a lot of connectivity. Mm-hmm. You'll be selling and you have a good interaction with a lot of people because interaction when you have a business is most important. We cannot sit behind the screen, behind a mobile phone and expect things to happen day in and day out yeah. in the same consistency. So we need to go out, meet people and then get that up and running. Hmm. So um, 
Neetra, earlier in our conversation, you said that like to make a baby nest, you watched a tutorial and you just got on and completed yeah. a baby nest and all of that. So, what were some other courses online? Did you take any online courses? Uh, no, I did not take any online course. I learned everything on my own. Mm. YouTube was my um my teacher, I can say. So. And, and the other thing is actually my customers itself. They have given me so many challenging uh, products to make because they they know how I am approachable. They know I'm capable. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of uh, customers, you know, my uh, customers who tend to come back, you know, the promising customers who are already loyal customers, you can say. They come back with, uh, you know, screenshots from somewhere else and say, hey, Nitra, can you do this for me? I know it's a new thing, but see if you can do it. And and I have given them that. Mm-hmm. So uh, apart from YouTube is where I have some thoughts in my head and I try to figure out and I've tried to see some tutorials and get inspired. And there are these... Uh, uh, customers who have come up with some interesting products which they need for themselves and that has taught me in return i was able to learn another product mm-hmm. so uh, there were a lot of them where you know i it was a challenge there were no tutorials they just sent me a screenshot mm-hmm. and obviously they cannot uh, disclose the brand that they have taken the screenshot from so it was a challenge for me to understand just look at the picture get an idea as to how it is done so I had to ask the customer what are the dimensions they needed. So from then I had to build up a prototype, do it, then you know show it to them on a video call or something like that, and then see if they really liked it. Then I used to get an approval and then make a product for them and give it. So it worked two ways for me, YouTube as well as my customers who came back with some interesting screenshots which yeah. really upped my skill levels. So yeah. Uh, uh, that's that's really cool. So, what are your long term goals for Aristani? Uh, my long term goal is well, I I want to streamline. See, right now I have a lot of products, mm-hmm. um, handbags, pouches, organizers. You know, for kids, these pencil pouches, um, baby beds and quilted blankets and things like that. But I really want to focus on baby products. Mm-hmm. Um have it have a wider range of products and start having people and get more um inventory set up because uh without inventory right now it's a little bit of a challenge when someone wants to give because no one has this um you know plan ahead. They don't plan much ahead for a gift when they want to give somebody. Like they are so busy in their own world, their work and things like that with home. They suddenly, with three, four days, they realize, oh, we have to attend some function or a birthday party. I need a gift. They cannot come back to me because I have this limitation of zero inventory. Mm-hmm. So I want to build that inventory and also have that uh, facility to my customer that, hey, see, I also have products you can either get what you want from my list of stock available or you can even get one customized. So I want to have both. So for that, I really need to build an inventory, have people work under me, mm-hmm. have a space, you know, 
right now it's still from home yeah. so i will have to um make a space get make it big rather yeah. so for that i'll have to invest a little more slowly i'm building on that yeah. so i got a, in the industrial sewing machine that was my first step mm-hmm. so now i have someone who um stitches i can outsource it but it's all temporary when i have an wor- overload of work mm-hmm. i outsource it to one person who i have it mm-hmm. of course he's trained by me mm-hmm. uh, but they have uh, a, another work as well so it's mainly mainly a short term mm-hmm. you know um, work relationship with them so going forward i would rather have someone who's working exclusively for me that's what i'm looking for okay all right also how does your typical work day look like ah <laughs> well it's a little chaotic um it's not um very stringent it's very flexible me i have a 5 year old 5 and a half year old son so with him in the house and you know taking care of him giving lunch food so there are a lot of breaks in between mm-hmm. and i cannot sit continuously for 4 hours or 5 hours there's always these breaks mm-hmm. and i it's it's uh, a typically what i do is i end up working late nights oh. and um sleep around 1 o'clock 2 o'clock because i'll have to finish it so i put my son to sleep by 8:30 mm-hmm. then up to 2 o'clock i have time and that's when i get that really good amount of time to do my work mm-hmm. so that's how it works for me daytime is a little too um, you know broken mm-hmm. so for a lot of things happening at home with him and you know there's you know household chores basically so it's a little unbalanced at the moment so i'll have to balance it with my long term goals now <laughs> yeah so like have any mentors or role models that you look up to or just um i don't have any mentors or role models uh, what i get inspired is by all the products that i see uh the sewing um, fraternity mm-hmm. what i see on instagram right a lot of there are a lot of uh, women who are into this mm-hmm. and the creativity that they come out with is just so fantastic so just by looking at instagram looking at different accounts you know i get inspired because it's it's so nice to see so much out there which is still yet i'm still yet to learn a lot of things mm-hmm. and it's a small part i mean like you you know when you take a handbag there are thousands lakhs of designs that are available materials there are hundreds of materials available mm-hmm. so what i do is just a fraction a drop in an ocean so there's so much more to learn there are different things so i just look at instagram for inspiration and they are what i look at as my motivation mm. so that's how it works for me okay um so also nitra what are some important lessons that you've learned since starting your business okay lessons uh, one is uh, marketing you need to have a very good marketing strategy mm. uh, and it has to be consistent uh, which i have lacked a bit i need to improvise so much because when you're having a business your marketing strategy must be tight must be scheduled 
must be rolling out every day something new or consistent. If you're not consistent, and it really hits on yourself. Mm-hmm. So this is something I have learned and I'm still learning because I'm unable to be a little consistent. Mm-hmm. So uh, so this was one of my goals. 2023, get more consistent, roll out some marketing strategy and mm-hmm. you know have it in place so that it works better. Mm-hmm. So you're more efficient and everything else will just automatically fall into place. You'll be efficient. You'll get sales. Your market. If you're getting sales, means your marketing strategy is good. Mm-hmm. And if it plateaus, it means your marketing strategy needs to be upscaled. You need to upscale it so that you get more sales. If it draws a plateau, mm-hmm. then what will happen is um, your customers will know. Okay, this is all she can do. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if they want something else, they look out for some other. Um, person who's going to give it to them. Mm-hmm. So we need to improvise on our product skills as well. Improvise, make new products, um, just do a different style. Mm-hmm. Do the same design, but just you know, match, do a mix and match with fabrics, and it will become a whole new product. Only we as makers will know. But when you look at a product, it will look different for them. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of these small, small little tweaks and things that we can do in the marketing strategy and try to. Keep it consistent. It's very, very important. Okay. What is that one product that you've made which just challenged you, challenged you the most? Yeah, like I mentioned about uh, the baby bed. So I had this very simple version of a baby nest that I was doing. And uh, this one particular father wanted uh, this baby nest with a lot of features in it. Okay, and uh, he said, I have explored all of the options available online. And he had this picture of an ideal baby nest. Mm-hmm. And he wanted me to do it. So it was a one-month interaction with him. He made me add in so many features into the existing babyness that I create. And it has actually become the number one product right now for me. So I should thank him for me pushing me mm-hmm. to make something more out of my uh, already existing product. So that was one where you added a mosquito net. Yes, yes, a mosquito net, then a flap to cover the, you know, the tying knots. The knots were exposed, mm-hmm. so there was a chance where if the baby is a little older, uh, if it's wiggling, then there were chances the thread can come in contact with the baby's legs. So he wanted a flap to cover the knot so that the knots are, you know, inside and they're not visible. He wanted more neatness, more finesse. Mosquito net was another one. And he wanted another covering to the base of the bed so that, you know, when you're moving the bed from one place to another, mm-hmm. even on the floor as you're putting, dust does not sit on it. So he wanted a covering to the base of the baby nest. Mm-hmm. So such things, you know, these small, small things he made me uh, focus on, make me understand why he wants it. Mm-hmm. And I gave it to him. So that now that has become a very uh, most wanted, most popular product right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Neetra, how have you grown personally after you know becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, personally, um, it's 
very different right now because the way we look at the world mm. changes the way we look at ourselves changes because we are standing on our own feet as women as uh, homemakers with a baby it's not easy mm. so we feel a little different compared to a 9 to 5 job i must say because we are able to manage everything at least i was able to do a lot of things on my own at my convenient times so i knew at the end of the day when i used to sleep i have done some justice to what i am yeah okay so as a individual i i i can say that there's a lot of confidence in me to face the world because we are looking at a lot of aspects you know when we are having this uh, business of our own a thinking capacity changes the way we look at the world changes mm-hmm. the way we talk to people changes mm-hmm. you know uh, so holistically um, i have seen a lot of change in myself from the past one and a half years amazing amazing and also neetha how do you deal with this self doubt and all of that you know sometimes we kind of feel low and then we start <laughs> doubting our frankly, <laughs> frankly i have no answer for it yet because i still doubt myself because i am my own critic i i doubt every product i make because for me it has to be perfect i spend one hour extra on my product which i shouldn't be doing because i'm losing that one hour and yet i'm you know taking the payment for x number of hours that i put into for a particular product mm-hmm. but i end up spending an hour or two more mm-hmm. you know just to because i have this self doubt and i i don't know when i'll get over that because when you are making products when you're selling it mm-hmm. that doubt will be there whether the customer likes it or not mm-hmm. although i have made a hundred of the same thing ha huh? in in spite of it i still feel that will this particular customer like it or no mm. will this customer come back to me for more so that self doubt will always be there although i have got 99 customers who have told me that the product is great mm. it still it still because it's a new customer that doubt will still be there so i again doubt myself whether i have done it correctly or no because the product you're making it from scratch again yeah. right so it's not it's It, for me it's never mechanical it's never because i put in a lot of personal time to it so there's a lot of care that i take to do every single product even if it is a mask which is now 100 rupees i must say earlier it was 150 i've reduced of course so even if a single mask i see the fitment the quality of the fabric everything i i take a lot of care from the beginning till the end mm-hmm. and ensure that it reaches the customer and call them and ask them if they've got it and how they feel so until then this doubt mm-hmm. and worry of you know whether the customer likes it or no still will be there it i don't think it will go for me <laughs> in a way it's good because we are always up we are you know constantly trying to be good at our work mm-hmm. yes. so i think that's my motivation great that like amazing and also apart from instagram where else have you you know put up your products yeah so apart from instagram i have moved into swiggy 
Now, Swiggy has come up with a flat platform called Swiggy Mini, mm-hmm. which is exclusively for uh, entrepreneurs, small business owners, mm-hmm. where they can uh, put their products, and it's for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swiggy is not asking for any money for their space that we take. Mm-hmm. They're only taking a nominal service charges uh, for the uh, service that they're rendering for us, which is a you know, 10 rupees or something. It's just a one or two percent from your product value, which is very minimal, if you see. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one platform where I have started to put up my products. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's for Pan-India. It's not local. Uh, if it's local, we can always use a Swiggy delivery guy to deliver it. Mm-hmm. Or we can even use their uh, courier partners to courier it to anywhere within India. Mm-hmm. So that's a very nice uh, platform. And another platform is uh, called uh, fably.com. It's again run by another woman, mm-hmm. entrepreneur uh, platform where she is, uh, uh, cat, you know, collaborating with a lot of women in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she is handling this website. So I have gotten in touch with her and I have uh, put up my products there as well. Mm-hmm. So going forward, I would start looking into Amazon Flipkart as well, yeah. um, which is a bigger uh, mm-hmm. platform. But right now, since I am a one-woman show, I started small with the you know this woman entrepreneur website platform mm-hmm. to understand e-commerce. Like I said, marketing isn't my strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, digital platform isn't my strength. So. With her, and since I can have direct interaction with her, understand how her website works, how the uh, payment works, it's helping me understand the platform better. So I started there. So going forward, I will look at larger e-commerce business platforms. Yeah. So even on uh, like Instagram, when you put up your product and then you get an order, you coordinate with the local courier services right to ship yes 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 i coordinate with local courier or i do it by indian speed post also mm-hmm. um, uh, anything whichever works convenient for me or the customer i uh, avail that particular courier partner okay and the charges would be even like minimal or like how i mean depending on the yeah. Quantity it's product or? it's uh, mainly uh, the packaging um, uh, depends on the weight and the dimensions. Mm-hmm. So um, from all the courier partners that I have seen, um, obviously Indian State Post is the cheapest. Mm-hmm. And uh, personally, during COVID time, it was my savior mm-hmm. uh, because the Indian State Post were constantly working they were delivering everything they never shut down mm-hmm. um in fact when there was these covid hotspots they were these containment areas right uh, i'm talking about 2020 yeah. so there were a lot of these uh, courier uh, partners they used to close their shops because they could not do it because the government had closed down these areas because of con- covid uh, hotspots so uh, it was very difficult for me to dispatch my product. So I ended up using Indian Speed Post from 2020, from when I started. Mm-hmm. And even even now, I use uh, Speed Post, and uh, they are actually more prompt than some of the other private courier agencies that I have interacted with, wow. unfortunately. <laughs> 
so but yeah uh, indian speed post was a very helpful platform for me yeah all right so finally what advice would you give to someone who's just planning to start their own business or who've just started yeah uh, when you want to start a business i would say uh, you need to have that passion passion is the first thing the passion should come from your heart and mind you you need to be involved completely when you are involved completely it everything just flows you know your ideas your tactics your strategies everything it will come out automatically mm-hmm. the passion needs to be there it should never die down the moment it starts dying down you need to look at another field the other thing i would say is whenever you're looking at platforms understand those platforms really well because with instagram what i have observed is the algorithm keeps changing mm. and it it we get a huge hit back on the visibility mm. whenever we use these hashtags and all that it sometimes it doesn't reach out to as many people as we expected it to mm-hmm. so instagram keeps changing its algorithm follow some uh, influencers or follow these blogs mm-hmm. create content creators and uh, you know try to understand because they will tell you what's happening in, within the instagram algorithm mm-hmm. so you try to understand how it works because Instagram is one uh, platform where i feel you really get to connect with a lot of people mm-hmm. for that you need to create reels reels is a must because visibility uh, when you compare photos and reels reels has a better reach so create reels it took me once half a day to create a 30 second reel first time it will take time <laughs> yeah it will take a lot of time but once you get the hang of it you start creating reels in seconds it, you need to be that way because instagram reels works that is one so you need to have passion your heart and mind needs to be into it and whichever platform you're using to publicize your uh, products you need to get the hang of it understand it in and out completely Mm-hmm. so that's very important all right thanks a lot netra like you've given so much information i thank you i can assure you that our listeners will be like really uh, have so many key takeaways from this conversation and thank you for your time netra thank you so much suchitra thank you for this opportunity i'm really glad this happened <laughs> Yeah. Thank you.